At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. that could make a Wolverine purr. On VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's our number two of the Greg Peterson experience here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. We've got a tremendous hour coming up for you as we're going to be joined in 15 minutes by Brad Thomas along with Anthony DeBundo. Anthony does great work over at Action Network and Brad Thomas, likewise, over at NBC Sports Bet. We're going to be taking a look at some NFL with them for this weekend, getting all ready for the divisional round of the playoffs. On top of that, we're going to hit some EPL with them as well as soccer is getting heated up once again. You had a little bit of a break after the World Cup, but now things are all locked and loaded out there in the continent of Europe. Some great soccer being played, so we are going to be hitting upon that with those two gentlemen in about 15 minutes. We'll start out with the football and then the football a little bit after that, so we got a good time happening there. We've got 76 college basketball games today, so going to be looking at some of those. Hopefully we avoid a game with north of 55 fouls. We saw that with the Missouri game. I know that Wes and Femi were taking a look at on live bet tonight, and boy, was that crazy. I was alerted to someone that there was actually a worse game on Saturday where you had William and Mary, America's favorite tag team, play a game where there were 35 fouls committed by them in regulation. They were out-rebounded, shot 2 of 14 from 3, and won the game. In a game in which neither team got to 70 points. Oh, and they took, I believe, 15 fewer free throws. So that is the wild and craziness that we are going through in college basketball right now. But somehow, some way, we're going to look to persevere forward and try to find some winners. 
We gave out a DK Nation pick yesterday of Ohio State, and they bricked everything against Nebraska. So hopefully that will not be happening once again because we've got men behind the scenes that put forth tremendous work, and they are never off target. They are always doing their best, and they are always being able to make those buckets unlike Ohio State did on Wednesday as you've got my audio engineer, Taylor, and we're now on Sports Map Radio, by the way. So you're able to catch us. By uh, audio form on podcasts, you're able to catch us via vcin.com, YouTube TV, list goes on and on. Sports Map Radio is now there, so we're on terrestrial radio stations all across America, and Taylor makes this all possible. And I mentioned those podcasts, vcin.com slash podcasts, or the Visa Bets Bets feed, wherever your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, list goes on and on. And it's not just a great Peterson experience. It's every hour of every single show on the network. So whether you like Follow the Money, VEASAN Live Bet Tonight, VEASAN Big Bets, you're able to go down the list. They're all available there, and it is our man Sean that is in charge of that. You've also got my producer, Jason, who is pulling double duty. You were able to catch him doing VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. The guy is working tirelessly, and he somehow, someway, keeps me in line and books all these great guests. He is incredible, and for those of you guys watching on YouTube TV, VEASAN.com, all the graphics and all the video that you're seeing, that is courtesy of our good friend Nick. These guys, they do amazing work, and hopefully we will be seeing some amazing work done by a top 25 team that we're going to be banking on for Thursday. As we're going Arizona USC, 813, 815, or 813-814 on the board. Arizona, most places is the 8-7.5 point favorite. This opened up at 6.5. We've seen it tick up to 7.5. I'm seeing a straight 8 here where I sit at Circa, and your total on this game Today between 151 and a half and 153 and certainly like six and a half a little bit more than I like the seven and a half that I'm seeing right now. But that said, I made Arizona a 10 point favorite. I am more than willing to lay the current seven and a half that we've got right now with Arizona. They are going to be facing off against a USC team that has been very good on the interior. For USC, they're the number one team in all of college basketball in terms of opponents two point shooting percentage in a road or neutral court environment. Problem is, for USC, typically they're facing off against one solid big man. Now you got two for this Arizona team, and their names, Azulis Tabellis and Umar Balo. It is the only combination in all of college basketball in which both players average at least nine rebounds per game each. They are combining as a collective for 36.7 points, 18.1 rebounds, 2.6 blocks per game, and Tabellis shoots 47.4% from three-point range. Now, it's been a little bit of a rough go of it for the Arizona offense. 70 points or fewer in three out of their last five games. So that has been a little bit of an issue for them. And I believe it's actually four out of their last five as well. So not necessarily so savory on that front. But for Arizona, they've actually been able to play significantly better on defense when they've been at home rather than on a roadside shooter court environment. As a matter of fact, for Arizona, they have given up 70 points or fewer and now six out of their last seven games when they have been at home and they're facing off against a USC team that they're going to struggle to keep up with this Arizona offense because you got a USC bunch that ranks 156th in all of college basketball in terms of points scored on a per-possession basis. And for USC, while they do a great job of being able to defend the two-point shot, they aren't so good on the perimeter on offense as they are 229th in the country in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis, 267th in terms of three-point shooting percentage at 31.9%. And on top of that, you got a USC bunch that they don't even win the rebound battle. For USC, they're a pretty even-up team in terms of the glass. Meanwhile, you've got an Arizona bunch that they're ranked number six in all of college basketball 
in terms of rebound rate. That's going to be big, and I do think that Arizona is going to be able to win this game with their guard play as well. You've got Kirk Risa, who's been able to do a solid job chipping in their six assists. He and Courtney Ramey combined for about 23.5 points per game. Both of these gentlemen shoot at least 35% from three-point range, and you've got a USC bunch at you do have Boogie Ellis along Drew Peterson. Great name, by the way. They've been able to combine for about 32 points per game. Peterson chips in there, nearly five assists, five-plus rebounds per game. Ellis doesn't do quite as much of that, but you're going to need some like a re-sticks and waters to be able to ascend as he's been able to give the team about nine to ten points per game. And they do have Vincent Iwuchuku back. He is the star, five-star freshman that, he unfortunately collapsed in off-season workouts. Good to just see him back out there on a basketball floor. He's a non-factor as of right now. He's played in two games for a combined 11 minutes, so he's not going to be able to give you too much. So that means that Joshua Morgan is really needing to hold it down down low. He's been able to give this USC bunch right around eight points, five boards, chips in there, two and a half blocks per game. Good in terms of his perimeter, or good in terms of his interior defense, but that said, doesn't necessarily do a great job of being able to hit the glass. That's where Arizona is going to be able to win this game. They're going to get those second chances. They're going to get those third chances. They're going to prevent USC from getting those second chances. They're going to win from the perimeter. I set Arizona as a 10-point favorite. So right up here is going to be on Arizona. And for USC, for everything that they do right in terms of their defense, they're still not necessarily the world's most supreme defense. They're 48th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. You'd expect it to be a little bit better for a team that does such a good job of just being able to cut off those two-point shots. I do think that there's going to be quite a few open threes for Arizona. Arizona has a little bit more depth, in my opinion, and they show that through in this spot. Did set my total closer to a 154. So especially with this going down to 152, 151 and a half in some spots, I'm going to be looking at the over and my write-up. That is going to be on the side of Arizona. I'm willing to lay personally up to 9.5 with them. Anything of single digits, that is a play for me. We've got a very interesting one that is going to be happening in the Big Ten. So we got to take a look at 753, 754 on the betting board. The Purdue Boilermakers are on the road facing off against the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Minnesota, the state with the smallest strengths in the union, anywhere between a 14-point underdog with your total anywhere between 133 and 133.5. I give that joke, but with that said, I think that Minnesota is going to be able to come up big in this spot as I set them as a 12.5-point underdog. I'm going to be willing to take the points because with Purdue, you certainly do have Zach Eady, who's been able to do an absolutely tremendous job for this Purdue team, and he's a runaway winner for National Player of the Year as of right now. We're going to call it what it is. He's been able to give this team 22 points, 13 rebounds per game. He's getting double teamed, and he's putting up these numbers. I, his points are coming off of his teammates missing shots and him just putting them back because they're continuing to double team him. It's just absolutely incredible what he's been able to do. And for Minnesota, they're dealing with a little bit of an injury to Jamison Battle. That is something that you certainly do want to be taking note of. I'd be surprised if he plays in this game. He's been able to give the team right around 13 points per game. But the guy that has been really able to fill it up for Minnesota, that would be our good friend, Tavon Cooper. He comes over from Morehead State, and he has been tremendous. 11 points, right around 6 assists, 4 boards. Shoots 56.5% from 3-point range. Has been really, really good with that aspect. He gives you a block per game, gives you a steal per game. So he has been terrific. And Dawson Garcia, he was a former, depending upon where you look, a top 50 prospect coming out of high school. He began his career at Marquette, spent a year at North Carolina, and now he's back home at Minnesota. And he's had his ups and downs 
thus far this season. But you take a look at the way that he's been able to ascend, and he's been able to put up some big numbers recently. You take a look ever since really that Mississippi State game that they played nearly a month ago, and he's been able to register in the team's last seven games 18.5 points, 8.5 boards, shooting 35% from three-point range as a six foot eleven do-it-all sort of player. Now, they're probably going to need to have someone like a Pharaoh Cooper be able to step up because Aaron dealing with that injury to James Battle has been a little bit banged up all season long, but what they do have going for them, Minnesota does, for one, the barn is a really, really tough place to play. I know that Minnesota has not really been able to get the job done a lot in these home Big Ten games, but that said, they still have an incredible home environment, and for this Purdue team, they do have a unit that shoots about 32.5% from three-point range. I do like what Braden Smith has been able to bring to the table. He's been able to give you a little bit of facilitation, 9.5 points, 4 boards, 4 assists. She's 44% from three. A Fletcher Lawyer. As a true freshman, he was very big in the back half of that game against Michigan State. He had his hands on 12 of the last 14 buckets, either scoring or assisting on them, 13.5 points. He's able to shoot about 37.5% from three-point range, but Need to get a little bit more scoring out of guys like Mason Gillis, Ethan Tom, Ethan Morton and company. And it is a Purdue team that they rank in the bottom 50 in terms of total possessions per game. Really hard to be able to cover these sorts of numbers, especially in a true road game in the Big Ten when you play at that low and slow of a tempo. Last time these two teams played, the line was 20. Minnesota lost by 19. I see something similar. I set my line at 12 and a half. So here at 14, give me one. Take the points with Minnesota. Also, did make my total a bit lower at 130.5, so going to be diving under on this game as well. And coming up next, we shifted over to NFL. As we've got Brad Thomas of NBC Sports Bet and Anthony DeBuno of Action Network joining me to take a look at this weekend's games right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, 
elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to point game. King of the court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what so. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're experiencing Hoops Peterson himself on VSIN, the sports betting network. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the sports betting network. Great to be joined by our two guests as You've got Brad Thomas, who does amazing work over there at NBC Sports Bet. Likewise, for Anthony DeMundo over at Action Network. Gentlemen, it is great to have you aboard. And we're going to be taking a look at a little EPL in the next segment. We're going to start out with football before we go to the football. And Brad, we're going to start things off by taking a look at this Dallas Cowboys and San Francisco 49ers game because it's got the tightest spread on the board. We've seen a few places shift from a three and a half to a four, but Depending upon where you look, you're finding this line anywhere between three and a half and four. Where do you stand in terms of this game with a total right around 46, 46 and a half? Because I do think that this is one of the most fascinating games on the board. And with the Dallas Cowboys, liked what I saw from them against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, but I need to keep it into perspective. The Buccaneers at no point were really good <laughs> this year. Yeah, Tampa Bay awful. And, you know, Dallas pretty much had a cakewalk in that last match. A lot of people have been waiting for the Brock Purdy meltdown. They've been predicting it every single game after he's had a big performance. I'm actually going to be on the 49ers here. Me, as your resident Bucks fan, I was not all that impressed with Dallas. Yes, they played great, but it was more so that Tampa just was awful. Tampa came out flat and did not play effectively. Now Dallas is going to travel to San Francisco to take on a very great pass rush. We see what happens when Dak Prescott gets in trouble. He turns the ball over. And then, oh, yeah, let's talk about that Brock Purdy thing, right? Kyle Shanahan has this offense set up for success for Purdy, which means even if Micah Parsons is getting a little bit uh, of pressure on, on Purdy, they're going to be able to carve them up with Christian McCaffrey. They're going to be able to hit those short and intermediate routes with Debo Samuel and George Kittle. It's just too many fireworks, and I don't think that four, laying the four is too many. So I'm laying four with San Francisco against the Dallas Cowboys. I do think that this game is so fascinating because right now where I stand is that I think that the 49ers get the job done outright, but I have a feeling that this could be a field goal game and uh, the Cowboys kicking woes might be coming into effect there. But Anthony, where do you stand on this game? Just because I do like the 49ers win outright. I just have a little bit of uneasiness now that this game is north of three out of three and a half to four. Yeah, I, I think this should be three. I'm actually going to disagree with Brad. I'm going to be on the Cowboys. I bet them uh, as soon as the line came out, I think four is good. Three and a half, I still like it. Three, I no longer bet it. Uh, I think that Brock Purdy has been great, and I don't expect Brock Purdy to implode. I don't think that he's just going to turn into a pumpkin. Like, I'm not one of those people. But I do think you should, you know, I think it's fair to say that they've faced a pretty weak schedule of defenses. They got 
uh, you know, game against the Cardinals with the backups, two games against a bad Seattle defense, a very bad Raider defense. Purdy has faced a lot of pretty mediocre to bad defenses, none of them in the top 15 in DVOA. And now he's getting a defense which had struggled a little bit to close the season, but is getting healthier now up front with Van Der Esch and Hankins finally healthy and the pass rush. He has not seen a pass rush anywhere near the quality of this Dallas unit. So are you going to get a mistake or two to keep the Cowboys in this game? I do think there's a real possibility of that. And I'm a little bit questioning of the San Fran secondary. I do think the Niners will have success running the ball, moving the ball. Uh, Shanahan has owned Dan Quinn in the past, defensive coordinator for the Cowboys. So I do think the Niners will score, but I think Dallas can score with them. Everybody's talked about Dak Prescott, and he's been the common, you know, the butt of the jokes of all the NFL pundits. And yes, he's had too many turnovers. But if you you can't totally take out turnovers, but if you do look on a play-by-play basis, the, the Cowboys are number two in success rate in the NFL when Prescott is on the field this year. They've been a really good offense. And San Fran has only faced two offenses that are considered in the top 10 this year. They give up 40 points to Kansas City in one of them and uh, 16 against a very banged-up Chargers team. So I think this this defense is a little overvalued, too. I agree. It's a field goal game either way, so I'm going to take the four with the Cowboys. Yep, I feel like we're on lockstep in that one. And when it comes to taking a look at the other NFC game, it's a battle of NFC East teams. And it's a line that we're seeing at 7.5 with the Philadelphia Eagles being a favorite over the New York Giants. Brad, I will start with you on this one. Where do you stand on this game? Because with the Giants, they're a team that I've really had to upgrade with my power rankings. I know that the Minnesota Vikings defense, not good to say the least. We were alluding to that with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in that game against the Dallas Cowboys, but been very impressed by Daniel Jones. Defense has been solid, and the Giants just have a knack for staying within a touchdown in darn near all these games, one of the best coach teams in the NFL. I feel like this is a game that it could lie in seven, and when you get the hook involved, that puts me on the Philadelphia, or that puts me on the New York Giants. Yeah, ultimately this game's a pass for me, but I wouldn't be shocked to see the Giants keep this within the the seven and a half right here. Every single week we look at this Giants team and we think about how are they winning games, how are they covering spreads. We look at advanced metrics like DVOA, we look at PFF grades, and they don't jump off the page. They're just a really well-coached team. Brian Dable has them going great. And one thing to note about Brian Dable, he's won numerous Super Bowls. He's won a national championship in the college level, so he knows how to win on the big stage and get his players ready. I wouldn't be surprised either way. I could actually, you know, kind of sniff out one of these games where the Eagles go up maybe by 10, 14. They kind of get in cruise control. And just like the Giants do in every single big spread they've covered this year, they have that sneaky little backdoor cover. Man, Daniel Jones, he's been playing great football. I just want to say that we were we were counting him out too early, but man, he has earned that nickname of Danny Dimes. He certainly has been. Before it was looking more like Danny Pennies, Danny Nichols. Now he's <laughs> Danny Dimes, which we like to see. And Anthony, where do you stand on this game? Because I could see this very well being a touchdown game. And if it's a touchdown game, getting seven half, you're good on that front. Yeah, I do think the line is interesting because these two teams played at the in the middle of December in New York. New Jersey, and the spread was Eagles minus seven. So you 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 know you flip home field and you make this closer to ten. You can say, okay, I'm going to bump the Giants because they have played well in the last month, uh, last few games rather. But this really comes down to Jalen Hurts. We don't know his health status, and I think that's the reason you're seeing a slightly deflated line. That and the fact that everybody just watched the Giants look really good last week. 
Uh, I think the line's a little bit short, but in that case, I'm not laying seven and a half for all the reasons Brad mentioned. The backdoor risk is huge. The Eagles are so passive defensively that they're going to be more than willing to let in a backdoor late. We just saw that a couple weeks ago when they were arresting everyone. Davis Webb got a backdoor cover. So there's a lot of uh, risk for backdoors here. So I'm not laying the seven and a half, but I do think the Eagles are a great teaser piece off the bye. Uh, Jalen seems to be talking like he's 100%. I'll believe it when I see it. But if he is 100%, I do think the Eagles get the win here, and thus it makes it a great teaser piece going through the seven and the three. Uh, that's how I bet this game. Yep, I do think that this is a interesting game, and I'm sure that there's going to be a lot of people with that Kansas City Chiefs and Philadelphia Eagles teaser. All you need them to do is be able to win the game by a field goal, and I'm sure that that'll probably be one of the most popular ones of the season. And, hey, let's take a look at that Chiefs versus Jaguars game because I do think that that is a good teaser game because I look at this line with the Chiefs being an 8.5-point favorite, and I don't think the Chiefs cover. I think that they're able to win the game, whether it be by a field goal, by a touchdown. If you take a six-point teaser, you're good on both fronts. If you take the Chiefs, if you, like me, are looking at the Jaguars, you get the money on a cover if you just bet it on the minus 110 spread. Where do you stand on this game, Brad? Because I do think that with the Chiefs, they get it done once again. And as we've seen from the Chiefs time and time again, they have a tough time covering these north of touchdown spreads. Well, yeah, the Chiefs, they sometimes struggle covering these spreads, and they're one of my favorite teams to live bet because they're always like going to be a four-point live favorite, and somehow they always win by five. But if we remember the last time these two teams played, it was one of those sleepy games in the middle of the day where the Chiefs went out to the massive run, and, and uh, New York, uh, excuse me, the, ja the Jags scored late in that game to make it a respectable 10-point defeat. I'm actually on Patrick Mahomes over 318 passing yards. Yes, it's inflated. He's only averaging 308 passing yards per game. He torched them through the air 330 against them last time they played. Jags are 30th in defensive DVOA, and I expect this game to go back and forth. The Jags finally got some offensive rhythm, so it won't be one of those you know, knockouts where they're running the ball late in the fourth quarter, and we're going to see Patrick Mahomes have to sling it throughout the entire game because the Jags are hungry, and they're going to be ready to fight. And Anthony, I know that you're actually looking a little bit more on the total rather than the side in this game. Where do you land on in terms of the total? Because this is one of the biggest ones that we find on the board at 53. Yeah, if you look, if you keep laying touchdown plus with Mahomes and Reed, you you run out of money a long time ago. Uh, and I will not be doing that. I did tease Kansas City with Philadelphia like everybody else will be doing this weekend, I'm sure. <laughs> not, what could possibly go wrong? But I, I look toward the under here. Uh, it's, you know, much like the Chiefs, have not been very good at covering spreads as big home favorites. They've been really good to the under. And I'm not a big trends player generally, but I do think that the, the, the science behind it makes a lot of sense. The Chiefs are so good at ball control offense when they want to. They, they get just enough to keep the chains moving. They had that long, methodical drive in the fourth quarter that kills the clock. You're never able to truly complete the comeback against them because they always get the stop or the, the, the requisite first down on third and short to, to ice the game because they're so good at ball control and Mahomes being the way he is. And that's why I like the under here. I think a lot's being made of that Lawrence comeback. We should also pretend, not ignore, that he played eight quarters of essential playoff football in the last two weeks against the Titans, and he was bad in six of them. So I'm a little bit skeptical of this Jags offense coming in here. I don't blame you there, and always, as they always say, Trends don't pay the rent. Hopefully they pay for a down payment on a house. That would be nice. But coming in next, we're going to be looking to make some money on the EPL with Brad Thomas and Anthony DeBundo here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network.
Magazine, Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the Sports Betting Network. The football playoffs are heating up with Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook. Bet Rivers is your go-to sportsbook for all things football this playoff season. Celebrate this weekend with our divisional round parlay insurance. Then extend the fun through the rest of the playoffs with our football first TD insurance for the playoffs. Log into BetRivers.com or download the BetRivers app today to get in on all the action as it is a whole new game. We're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Bank Network. Being rejoined by Brad Thomas, who does great work at NBC Sports Bet, and Anthony DeBundo over there at Action Network. And gentlemen, I know that you guys like some football and you also like some football. So let's take a look at what we're going to be getting in the EPL as things really get kicked off tomorrow. But we're going to be noticing a lot of these games going down on Saturday. So a lot of these games are going to be for that. And Anthony, let's lead off with you in this Arsenal versus Man City game as Man City finding themselves as a pretty good favorite in this one, but what you we're really taking a look at is the total of two and a half. Where do you stand in terms of this game? Because I do think that it is fascinating to take a look at this Man City team and the way that they have been playing of late. Yeah, Arsenal uh, is top of the table. I mean, they've they've performed extremely well over the course of over the last you know the whole season. Really, they're they're the best underlying numbers, and and they did just beat Tottenham. They're arch rivals in the North London Derby. But I'm actually going to the under in this match against United on. Uh, Sunday, they have run really well. If you look at expected goals versus actual goals, Arsenal's attack has run very well in terms of finishing. They got the benefit of an own goal uh, on Sunday against Tottenham. Uh, And United's attack, they did lose Anthony Martial. And it doesn't look like a huge loss on paper because he hasn't scored a ton of goals, but he is pretty valuable to their attack in terms of what they want to do with, you know, linking the play. And now they're going down to Wout Weghorst, their brand new signing. So that means, you know, two of their front three players, Veghorst and Anthony, are not guys who are getting enough shots uh, to consistently threaten this Arsenal defense. We're also dealing with two of the most improved defenses in the entire league uh, year over year. When you look at Arsenal and United, both have improved a ton in their transition defense and in their uh, set piece defense. So that's a huge edge for these defenses. Uh, and I like the under two and a half goals. I do think this will be a cagey affair uh, and very tight with both defenses playing well. Yep, and Arsenal has been, to your point, having an absolutely tremendous season. And Brad, we've got one big match that is going to be going down in the EPL for Thursday. And I know that you're taking a look at it from a little bit of a different lens right now in terms of this Man City versus Tottenham match. Tottenham is 7-1. You've got Man City at minus 275. So pretty chalky line there. So you've decided to take a look at something that is a little bit more off the beaten path, but something that you're able to get at a little bit closer to a minus 110 number and something that can be very profitable. Take me through it. Yeah, so I'm actually going to be on Manchester City minus three and a half corners. That means they have to win the corner count by four or more. Like Anthony said, Tottenham are coming off a loss to their arch rivals, and now they have to travel and take to the Etihad and take on the one of the best teams in the Premier League and a team who loves to control possession. So for Tottenham, they have one of the best tacticians and a manager in Antonio Conte, and he's going to want to try his very best to try and control, sit in a low block, control the pace. Do not let Manchester City come and explode this very massive score. What's that mean? That means they're not going to be doing a lot of attacking. If you've ever watched these two teams play, Conte knows his best bet on beating City is to beat them on the counter. And what City have fallen prey to or victim to is 
the death by a thousand passes. And it hasn't been working out recently, but they do like to sit deep in their opponent's half and get passes into their opponent's final third and take a lot of shots. Create uh, a play on the boundaries, especially if Jack Grealish plays. So I'm going to be on the corners because we know that Tottenham don't want this game to get out of hand. We know they're going to try to defend. And <laughs> if they do, I think the corner count gets pretty gross. We look at Tottenham over these past, what, five or six games on the five or six games on the road here. They've lost almost every single corner count by four or more. So that's Manchester city minus three and a half corners. I like that. I do think that it's a good way to be able to take a look at this from a little bit of a different lens. And I mean, trying to take some sort of a very, very big long shot on Tottenham or something like that, that you're not necessarily buying in on or laying minus two seventy five might not be appealing, but in soccer, there's just so many ways to be able to take a look at things. You're able to take a look at half a goal as well. You're able to take a look at the draw on the three-way line. And then past that, you're able to go down the line, taking a look at team totals, much like you're able to do for sports like basketball, NFL. You're able to go down the list. So love that you were able to bring that up. And how about if we take a look at this one with you, Anthony? Because we've got Chelsea versus Liverpool. That is going to be happening on Saturday. Chelsea, pretty sizable underdog at plus 310. Liverpool minus 115 with a draw at plus 275. But I know you're not going to be taking a look at necessarily the traditional three-way line on the money line, but rather you're going to be taking a look at a little bit of an alternate way on this. Yeah, I agree with Brad. Uh, City should dominate, you know, possession and, and chances. And I do like the under there in that match under three goals. Uh, as for Liverpool and Chelsea, I'm taking Chelsea plus a half. Now, this is... A little bit of a tricky bet because neither team comes into this match in any form whatsoever. Liverpool and Chelsea were expected to be competing at the top of the table, second, third, fourth in the league. Uh, both are outside the top seven, sitting in eighth and, and outside the top uh, European places for both of these teams. But I think we've hit the bottom of the market on Chelsea here, and I don't think we've quite found the floor on Liverpool yet. Chelsea did have back-to-back -back pretty encouraging performances they lost ultimately to Fulham, but if you look at the expected goals and some of the underlying numbers from that match, they played much better. And then they had a pretty encouraging showing at home against Crystal Palace over the weekend. So you're starting to see some signs of life from Chelsea where they're starting to put some underlying things together that I want to see before I start putting my money on them in a match like this at Liverpool. Both teams have a ton of injuries. Liverpool are not dealing with them well at all. They've had a ton of attacking and defensive injuries. Their their main choice midfield has gotten very old, very fast, and it's been very evident. They got pasted at the weekend against Brighton, lost 3-0, and they played Wolves in the FA Cup during the week, and the underlying numbers from that, they got severely outplayed by a pretty low-level Wolves team. So I don't think we've seen the bottom of the market yet on Liverpool, and I think they're still overvalued. The market has come down here. Liverpool was minus 140 on the, draw, on the, on the money line. They're down to about minus 115 now. I'm instead going to take Chelsea plus a half. So that's to win or to draw. They get win or draw, they win the bet. Uh, plus a half at minus 110. I just think that the Blues are starting to turn a corner that Liverpool hasn't quite gotten to yet. So even though it's on the road, I think Chelsea keeps this one close. And I think that that's a smart way of being able to take a look at things as well. So I do like what you're doing there with that. And certainly is going to be fascinating to see what we get out of Liverpool these next few weeks. And going to be interesting to see what we see out of these two teams as well because I know Brad you're taking a look at West Ham versus Everton this is one that we're going to be seeing on Saturday with Everton 
plus 390 on the three-way line. West Ham, they're minus 130, but you're going beyond the money line, and you're going to be taking a look at the goal total that is currently at two and a half, seeing that shaded a little bit to the under. What do you like in this match? Yeah, I'm going to be on under two and a half goals. It is the juice side here, and it's the right play. Listen, I, I hate betting on bad teams, right? Like, no one wants to watch it. It's bad football. But two things remain true about both of these clubs. West Ham and Everton both struggle to score. West Ham only scoring about uh, 0.79 goals per game, and Everton, oh, as well, 0.79 <laughs> goals per game. Uh, West Ham lead the Premier League in unders, especially unders at home. Uh, they're just not very good. Not a lot of quality in David Moyes' size. And Everton, <laughs> listen, they are about to have a brand new stadium. Uh, they're one of the longest tenure, the longest tenure club in the Premier League. Getting points on the road is all they care about. One point, they come out of their 0-0, unscathed. They get a point, they move on, they try to win matches at home. So for me, this is a great underplay because I don't see a lot of goals being produced. And it's not really because the teams aren't going to try. It's just they lack a lot of quality in front of net. And so under two and a half goals is great for me. It, it, this is one of those, if it loses, you know it was the right bet because you're playing the percentages here. You're getting great expected value. But I don't see it losing because I don't see either team creating enough chances for them to score enough goals. Absolutely. And I know that you guys both have a lot of good insights in terms of the Premier League. And Brad, I know that you've got one more football play for the weekend as well. And this is one that I've been having a lot of guests on this show. And it feels like all of us are on this one. It's the Bengals <laughs> and also the Buffalo Bills. The Buffalo Bills open up a four-point favorite. Now they're up to five to five and a half in a lot of spots. And this just feels like a classic field goal game. I'm on the points and feels like you're on the same side as myself and darn near everyone else has joined the show this week. Heck yeah, you're giving me uh, plus five for the Bengals. I'm going to take it all day. Only seven teams in the NFL have turned the ball over 24 or more times. The Bills are in that market. And guess what? All of them did not make the playoffs except the Bills. The Bills cannot continue to turn the ball over with Josh Allen and think they're going to stay competitive with high-level offenses like the Cincinnati Bengals. I also think the Bengals will be able to stop the run, making Josh Allen have to pass the ball more. Who would have thought that we want Josh Allen to pass the ball more because he's so turnover-prone this season? Absolutely. I'm right there with you. I'm going to be taking the points and always love having you two aboard. Brad, you do great work at NBC Sports Bet. And likewise for you, Anthony, over at Action Network. Appreciate the time tonight, gentlemen. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Greg. We talked a little football. We talked a little football as well. And coming up next, we got to talk some Pac-12 basketball right here on the Greg Peterson Experience on VSIN, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. 
he says, somebody's in the house. And I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah I, yeah because you gotta think Love he's it. gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to point game. I remember you came out from crying tears, <laughs> crying. Tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hoops Peterson himself on VSN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on football's biggest game, then VSN experts have you covered. Become a VSN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of just $9.99. VSN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSN shows and guest tools like our betting splits that let you see. Where the money and the bets are moving for every single game. Deep dive betting reports. VEASAN betting guides for the biggest games of the season where our experts break down brackets. When it comes to college basketball, best bets, all the big game props, and so much more. Do not miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VEASAN.com slash subscribe today to sign up for just $9.99 and become a part of the sports betting network. That is at VSIN.com slash subscribe as we're back here on the Greg Peterson Experience on Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Great to be joined by Anthony DeBundo over at Action Network and Brad Thomas of NBC Sports Bet. We just ran through some football and some EPL with them. If you miss any of those picks, vsan.com slash picks. If you're a Visa Pro subscriber, like I was just outlining, you get those all sent to your inbox every single day or you're able to click on that link and you know, we get everything that they were doling up because I can tell you right now, I am not an EPL guy, but... Money is money. It does not matter where it's made. I am more of a college basketball guy, and we're going to be breaking that down here in a second. I know everyone loves football. Everyone's looking for a way to be able to beat the market in terms of the big games that we're going to be finding this week. And then you're able to get more potpourri sports as well. Like, we're going to be taking a look at a little bit of tennis sex hour with Scott Reichel over at the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And going to be taking a look at some NBA. So, just giving you guys... Whatever your fancy is, a little bit of everything. And 
I'm going to give you guys a little bit of everything with regards to the college basketball card because you've got 76 games that are going to be coming up for a jam-packed Thursday, and we got a lot of Pac-12 action. Now, I've already laid out a few games. We talked last hour about why to not bet on Stanford laying 10 points with our good friend Tom Casali. We were in relative locks up there. This one should be an interesting one as we've got the UCLA Bruins on the road against the Arizona State Sun Devils. 837, 838 on the board. UCLA, anywhere between a 4.5 to a 5-point favorite, and your total is between 135 and 136. Now, I set UCLA as a 6-point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay it. I'm just wondering where they got this total from. This is an Arizona State team that's in the top 30 nationally in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. They played a little bit more of a brisk pace. It certainly is not any sort of a slug as they're currently ranked in terms of total possessions per game among your 363 D1 teams, 88th, but it's not like they're necessarily putting up a bunch of points. Arizona State, they shoot about 32% from three-point range. You got pretty much a quadrant of guys in both of the Cambridge brothers, Desmond and Devin Cambridge. DJ, turn it up, horn, and then you're able to throw in their Frankie Collins that all average between about 10 to 12 points per game. They've been relatively solid with Devin Cambridge. He shoots 40% from three and really the only guy in Arizona State that shoots above 33% from distance. Meanwhile, you got a UCLA team that has allowed north of 70 points twice thus far this year. Both of those occurrences happened out here in lovely Las Vegas when they were playing against, I believe it was Illinois and Baylor. So that is a UCLA defense that has been very, very stout all season long in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. It's a UCLA defense that currently ranks in the top 10 in all of college basketball. As a matter of fact, fourth they travel really well they've got so many nice pieces and adam bona has been able to do a great job down low two plus blocks in five out of the last six games he's really been able to rise up you've got a pair of guys in jalen clark imiakas they both give you between 15 and 17 points per game but on top of that they combine for about 12 rebounds per game they both combine for a little bit over four seals per contest clark is able to shoot 36 percent from three-point range Tiger Campbell, very efficient with the ball. It's a UCLA team that is turning the ball over fewer than two times per game in terms of turnovers on a per-possession basis. They rank in the top 10 in all of college basketball. You've got David Singleton. He's currently shooting a ridiculous 44% for three. Last week, that was 49% for three, so we're starting to see the regression that I was sort of expecting with that. But this is an Arizona State team that I do think is going to be able to do a very good job matching up down low. Currently 24th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per-possession basis. When it comes to their... Home games, they are currently allowing on a per-possession basis 84.9 points per 100 possessions. So they've been able to do a great job on that front. This is a total that I felt like should have been closer to about a 130. This is certainly a spot in which I'm going to be taking a look at the under. And with that said, this is a UCLA bunch that I do think that they should be able to get the job done in this ordeal. Set them as a six-point favorite. They're a relatively good free-throw shooting team if you expect them to be up. Much like me, five, six, seven points with a minute remaining. You always have to take a look at that late game fouling because there's nothing worse than being in on a team where you're laying six points and up walks. I always hate to pick on this guy, but we've got to do it. Hassan French of St. Louis, who shoots 35% at the free throw line, and you need him to hit two free throws to be able to cash your bet. It like never ever happens. It's absolutely terrible. And Typically, when these guys do make free throws, you see it on bad beats with Scott Van Pelt. So, a circumstance where I'm going to be taking a look at the under in this ordeal. And with UCLA, I'm going to lay up to 5.5 with them. Set them as a 6-point favorite, personally. 
How about if we take a look at this game as we have seen money come in on a team that's going to be making quite a long road trip. And by a team I make, I'm talking about making a long road trip. That's a team coming over from the island. 827, 828 on the betting board. Hawaii, it's a road to face off against UC Irvine. The noise a anteater makes is actually zot zot. And with the Irvine anteaters, they are a three to three and a half point favorite total on this game and between 132 and 133 and a half. The noise that an anteater makes is very, very random. This is a little bit of a random game, but it is able to produce money regardless. And I set UC Irvine as a four point favorite. Now with Hawaii, they've been able to do a supreme job with their defense thus far this season. In terms of points allowed on a per possession basis, we've got a Hawaii team that ranks 19th in the country. But when they're away from the island, they're giving up 14.7 points more per 100 possessions rather than when they are in the great state of Hawaii. Meanwhile, you've got a UC Irvine team that all of a sudden they have cranked up the tempo. They are now a top 100 team in terms of total possessions per game. Typically, this is more of a low and slow team that really doesn't emphasize backcourt play. They're shooting 40% from three-point range. You've got DJ Davis along with Dawson Baker who would be able to combine for about 28 points per game. They combine to shoot about 40% from distance. Irvine has seen their defense fall off a little bit. They're now 105th in the country in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. And interestingly enough, giving up 2.7 points more per 100 possessions on their home floor rather than in a roadside shoot record environment. We shall see if that irons out a little bit. But for this Y team, I do have my question marks with them having to go away from the island. That is a little bit difficult for them to say the least because they have to encounter things that most other college basketball schools don't have to. Thousands and thousands of miles of travel get racked up by this team. So I do think that Irvine had a little bit of an advantage there. And for UC Irvine, it's a very well-rounded team that has a point guard that I like in Pierre Cockrell. He only gives you right around five points per game, but he turns the ball over very, very minimally. Only about two turnovers per game, five assists per contest. So he does a great job there. You do have Kameka Epa and Bernardo De Silva on the flip side for Hawaii. They both give you seven rebounds per game. And Epa is a six foot ten combo player. It's able to bury right around 38, 39% of his threes. Hawaii as a whole, they're shooting 34% from the outside. But when they leave the island, they're a little bit of a different team. I do think that that home court advantage that you get with UC Irvine, it is going to be very significant in this spot. It's a Irvine team that they've got really their best backcourt that we've ever seen. They're leaving a little bit of something to be desired down low, but You've been able to get a combined about 12 and a half rebounds per game out of Bent Lutkin along with Devin Tills. Tills comes in from UNLV shooting about 37.5% from three and for that matter. For UC Irvine, all five of their players that average more than five points per game, they all shoot at least 37.8% from three-point range. A circumstance where I do think that Irvine is going to be able to get the job done. If you think that it's going to be relatively close, do you know that Irvine shoots about 68%? At the free throw line as a collective, but each other top four scores should at least 70.5% at the free throw line. So the guys who expect to get the ball at the end of the game, they're able to bury their free throws. Made Irvine a four-point favorite. I'm going to be willing to lay it in. Irvine at their core. A little bit more of a slow and controlled team. You've got a Hawaii team that they're in no hurry whatsoever. They're in the bottom 50 in terms of total possessions per game. And Irvine... They're used to playing a little bit more slowly. I do think that this is a game in which Hawaii gets their tempo. They're just not able to cash in on being able to get that tempo. So circumstance where I'm looking at the owner and I'm willing to lay up to three and a half with UC Irvine also out there. 
in the Big South. I'll give you guys this one real quickly. 829, 830 UC Santa Barbara playing out to CSUN. Cal State Northridge, a 16 to 16 half point underdog with your total 126 half. It's a Santa Barbara team that's in the top 40 in terms of points allowed on a per possession basis. But Andre Kelly, who averaged 13 points, 8.5 rebounds per game at Cal, he's down to about 9.5 points per game. And it's a CSUN team that they really don't jump out on the box score, but they're a well coached team under Trent Brown. Bottom 50 in terms of total possessions per game. This is just too big of a number to lay. I'm going to be taking the points with CSUN. Made this number more around 13.5. And, and that leads us into our Visa Pro Tip for our number two. And Based around college basketball, vsim.com slash subscribe. You're able to sort these by show and by sport. When it comes to college basketball futures, this is a time where you want to be taking a look at long shots if you're looking to hedge. But if you're looking for just one or two futures, avoid the top of the board. You're going to get similar numbers in March. Plus, you just don't know the draw that these teams are getting. And that's so important with these futures. And we're going to be continuing to take a look at college basketball and the Big Ten next here on the Greg Peterson Experience on vsim, the Sports Bank Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.